is in the know for Monday, October 26th, the 300th day of 2020. There are 66 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we're going to update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will uh, look forward to Halloween that's coming up this weekend. And we'll also check into the latest, uh, the latest, biggest weekend in sports. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. We have a uh, at our house with uh, our our uh, four and a half year old. Um, <laughs> we have two Halloween costume ideas. We have a carryover from last year, which is a spooky dragon, or mm-hmm. last year as it was called a pooky dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the S has now been added, and then yeah, Marinette is now. a character from uh, from a Disney show. Uh, so we know what the most popular kids' costume is at our house. But do you know what the most popular kids' costumes are broadly? I do not. Which is at the top of the list this year. Dinosaur is second. Harley Quinn is third. Rabbit is number four. And would you believe Clown is number five? Um, I guess so. I mean, the first two are classics. They are classic, yeah. And then a clown is also classic. A clown is also classic. I remember being a clown one time for a Halloween, so sticking to the sticking to the traditional ones, I guess. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey, how's Misty? I'm okay. It's a Monday. Monday. It's going to look like this all week. I'm not a fan of that at all. Well, not but four days of the of the five days. I'll tell you more about the weather. But I have very something very important to cover with you first. Okay. Uh, you you threatened me um, a few weeks ago because y- uh-huh. you apparently are using the freezer now uh-huh. uh, in the in the break room, whereas maybe you only were only using the refrigerator before. Because I noticed you stumbled on some new ice cream yes, that um, ice cream. I've heard is very very good because the oldest daughter uh, uses eats that brand of ice cream. Uh-huh. So. Um, but I was in there looking for a popsicle the other day, <laughs> and I was reminded that you threatened me that you had left something for me uh, in this fancy cooler bag. Mm-hmm. Got your uh, birthday presents in there. Yes, and I thought, hasn't that been longer than my birthday that you did that? But I think you, it was birthday last year, right? Or was it birthday this year? Surely oh. it hasn't been over a year because I ate I what was remember. in there. But that's <laughs> neither that's neither here nor there. But he you said it. you threatened. You said if you don't. Then I will. will. So I did. So here, it's it's empty. When did you have it? Uh, Part of it, half of it Friday night and half of it last night. Was it the most nummy, nummy thing you Uh, had? It's not as nummy, nummy as it went in the freezer, but it's pretty close. So here's my thing. I'm returning this to you because the holidays are coming up. No, you can have it. Oh, okay. we have to keep that bag. Yeah. I love bags. All okay, right. good. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I would just. Uh, most importantly, I wanted you to be aware that it's. Uh, I'm empty. Okay. 
I, I'm, Happy birthday! <laughs> I'm out. Do we get more bags? Yeah, I was hoping I that the well, bag might this, get filled back it's up. It's this time of year that I buy those at a particular place in Bowling Green mm-hmm. uh, when they when they go on traveling. I think the audience knows the name bags. of it. It's on the bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so secrets out. Yeah. Uh, gloomy. By the way, thanks for that. It was good. I was like, oh. It was not not quite it, as good as the day that it went in the freezer, but it was pretty good. Uh, mm. Gloomy, cool start to the week. Uh, later in the week and through maybe Wednesday and Thursday, uh, Tropical Storm, what will then be Tropical Storm Zeta, will be bringing uh, some heavy rain to the region, so just be aware of that. Uh, cloudy today, we'll see rain chance of 20%, 56 for the high. If it's going to look like this, it might as well rain. Scattered showers, 48 tonight. Scattered showers and 56 for tomorrow. Just be prepared for the clouds and the potential for scattered showers and yeah. all that stuff in the in the coming days. Uh, by late tonight, very good chance that we'll have a new justice on the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Senate Republicans overwhelmingly voted yesterday to advance uh, nominee Amy Coney Barrett toward final confirmation. Despite Democratic objections, the vote was 51 to 48. Her confirmation today is hardly in doubt. But um, so we'll see. I think it's a formality. Like I say, something mm-hmm. catastrophic would have to happen for mm-hmm. that to change. But um, ahead of the election, so she'll be confirmed, I think, later tonight, maybe sworn in later today. And then the court is full again, has um, in you know three decades. Uh, it hasn't looked like this in, in three decades. And so will that make enough of a difference with conservative voters headed uh, into the election day which is a week from tomorrow i don't i don't i don't know i think i think that they have gotten the um they being the gop i think they've gotten whatever political bounce they're going to get out of it because it's been obvious that it's going to happen so voters who might have been looking voters who think supreme court justices are very important to the way they vote then have had the confidence of knowing this is going to happen, even if it's just been a formality. So I don't think suddenly they're waiting for the oath of office, you know, for her to be sworn in and go, okay, now I'm confident that it's going to happen. So I doubt you'll see much change that didn't already occur as a result of of this move. Over 1,400 new COVID cases in Kentucky uh, yesterday, and we've set a new weekly record Uh, and, and no longer... Seemingly no longer are we having those days where we dip because of the weekend. You know, we we used to would see hundreds during the week, and then we, because of testing slowing down, we're we would see less. And there there is a drop off on Saturdays and Sundays, but still, I mean, fourteen hundred and sixty two new cases were confirmed over the previous hours, uh, previous twenty four hours. The one week record nine thousand three hundred and thirty five. Now that's about seventeen hundred more than the previous high. For the week, Jefferson Elliott is the second highest uh, of those uh, new cases. Kenton, Fayette, Warren, Bullitt, and Shelby counties. Uh, three new deaths being reported, including uh, one from Grayson County that was part of the Grayson County Health Department's number on Friday, but reported by the governor uh, yesterday. A 74-year-old Grayson County woman is what we uh, know. And the governor hinted yesterday to be prepared for new I think they're commonly calling this restrictions. I don't know if these are going to be more like guidelines or I don't know if they're actually going to, you know, it's it might just be new advice or new things that they want counties who have red status mm-hmm. to do. And um, until this morning, 
you know, I felt like we knew Grayson County's color, but Misty, you talked with uh, with Josh Embry last hour mm-hmm. on Shop Local Litchfield, uh, increasing concern from him and mm-hmm. and them. What nine nine Grayson Countyans hospitalized presently? Yeah, he reached out to me yesterday and said, "Can I have airtime tomorrow?" Which I knew it was bad because mm-hmm. we have a standing moose call on Fridays, and so he updated that we have had forty new cases since last Sunday. Okay. We have 53 active isolations right now, 266 people in quarantine, and nine hospitalized. Right. So and he dispelled the notion that it's young people or dispelled the notion mm-hmm. that it's school-related. Mm-hmm. It seems to be happening out at large out in the community. Mm-hmm. And based upon your all's conversation that I was listening in on, it sounded like it's being attributed to that fatigue or apathy of people mm-hmm. just saying, ah, whatever. And I also heard him say that I think the rumor that this is all going away come November the 4th um, has taken root. And I will tell you the dialogue is going to change on November the 4th because Mm -hmm. the political lens gets removed. But I'm telling you, as conservative as I am, this is not suddenly going to disappear Mm -hmm. a week from Wednesday and go, oh, well, glad that COVID thing's over, and so so I'm glad the election is over. No matter who wins and who loses – it it will it will change the political lens or that some you know the messaging that is using but this is not just going to go away into a season when we're all being trapped indoors and cases are skyrocketing and the president's right we are testing more but the positivity is still there you can't you can't ignore it so but you know people are going to do i assume what they're going to do but i will be curious to see what the governor has to say this afternoon on the um on the new recommendations, you'll yeah. you'll hear some people call them restrictions, and then you'll hear you'll hear others say new recommendations. <laughs> but they are specifically for counties that are in the red. Yeah, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow, more like guidelines, really, <laughs> not not rules, guidelines. State fire investigators have been notified of a very suspicious house fire on Anetta Road. Saturday morning around 3, Anetta and Litchfield Fire Departments responded to a uh, structure fire at 7734 Anetta Road. Firefighters had the fire under control um, not long after responding to the scene. The fire appears to have started in a wall heater in the living room and was described as very suspicious by Litchfield Fire Chief Tim Duvall, who notified the state fire marshal's office. The elderly woman who lived at the residence had passed away earlier in the week, uh, according to officials, but someone else continued to live at the residence but is not home when firefighters arrived. So that's the information we have. The city of Litchfield recently received funding from the Regional Development Agency Assistance Program for improvements at Judge Kenneth H. Goff Industrial Park. So just north of us here on uh, Kentucky 259, a lot of industry located in that park. And to increase the safety for commercial vehicles entering and exiting the highway, they're going to be rebuilding that uh, intersection to include a turn lane for traffic that's trying to turn into that area. So, um, And it has. It's become a much more congested area. There's a, there's a gap. You know, um, for those of us who quote unquote live in the neighborhood, we live here a lot of a lot of hours during the week uh, from where the parkway terminates at 259 until you get to the industrial park. There's a period there where people try and treat it like a rural section of road and just, you know, go 55 miles an hour to only perhaps get congested mm-hmm. by things turning in and out of the uh, industrial park out there. So hopefully this will improve uh, 
conditions, especially on a day that's very busy for the alliance, for our neighbors across the street. This is a uh, it's an increasingly more highly trafficked neighborhood, and um, so you kids slow down. I hate to sound like an old guy, but you kids slow down. Listen, the, some of this traffic do scares well. me with the, the bicycles and Amish buggies, and mm. that just takes my breath sometimes. The well, it's an accident waiting to happen. That comes over this hill. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, steel producer Nucor has broken ground as construction begins on a new $1.7 billion manufacturing mill over in Brandenburg. <clears throat> the plant in Meade County is expected to create 400 full-time jobs when steel plate production begins in 2022 with an annual average compensation of $72,000. It was announced uh, last year the new mill is a legacy of uh, Governor Bevan during his time in office, but Governor Bashir says the plant will be a difference maker for the economies of Mead and the surrounding region. It will. Mm-hmm. You'll have uh, you you took you take 400 average $72,000 annual jobs and it makes a big impact yeah. on uh, not Mead, uh, not just Mead, but uh, neighboring counties mm-hmm. as well. Uh, just over a week to go, kind of looking around at uh, some of the various races and the, and the voting. And we'll have some information for you tomorrow, by the way, on what to expect. I, have, uh, I know we've been in contact with the uh, clerk's office on what to expect as far as their tabulation process and when results are going to be available. Uh, I know um, I can tell you this much. Um, the clerk, Charlotte Willis, I, I learned enough this morning to know that the precinct by precinct day of voting totals are going to be released on election day. Uh, but because of so much mail in and absentee voting, I don't think that I don't I don't think we're going to have a clear idea on winners and losers until later in the week. But we're going to figure that out and then how um, how best to disseminate that information to the community and the people that need to know. So that's being figured out. And so we'll let you know. But I've kind of been looking around. You know, I've long said there are not a lot of races in question in Grayson County. City council race for Litchfield is one that's in question because that one's nearly impossible to predict. But if you just look presidentially, if you look at the congressional races, it pretty you can kind of dictate what's going on. But not so much over in the um, sixth district of uh, Kentucky, where you've got uh, Andy Barr, who has you know he sustained a challenge from Amy McGrath two years ago, and that's long time been a conservative stronghold. But you can tell that Fayette County is sort of evolving a little bit closer to maybe more like the political ideology of Jefferson County. It's becoming it's becoming more urban and less rural and you're seeing some of the some of the shift going on. So uh, Andy Barr is in a race with uh, with Hicks with the Democratic challenger in and so that's one that you uh, Josh Hicks is his name. And so that's one that you kind of look at and go, well, if that seat ever turns it might stay that way for a long time because right now John Yarmouth is the lone Democratic uh, congressman from Kentucky. But then also we've been talking about the census. So the census is going to have an impact on how many legislative seats we have, how many congressional seats we have, uh, et cetera. So some of that stuff is in flux, and it you know it has. Uh, they say elections have consequences, and and they do because redistricting could occur as a result of the census because of a lack of people not doing the census, and so that's uh, something to keep uh, an eye on. But I feel like most of the other races are pretty well uh, locked in. 
What else must you know for today? Oh, WKU found winning ways on Saturday. They defeated UT Chattanooga in Bowling Green. The tops are now two and four. That game had been moved around, scheduled once and then moved, and then I think moved again. The the Cards found um, uh, winning ways. They defeated Florida State, routed them 48-16, to so good for the... Cards, Misty's. He always closes my window. <laughs> Rare, I did not. Right. I, when I throw my L's. Like, not, not me. I didn't. Sam. I didn't <laughs> Your little UK fan, you, and um, Western fan. <laughs> Kentucky looked anemic um, on Saturday out in Columbia, Missouri. They had defeated the Tigers five, uh, four or five years in a row, and so Missouri finally was able to get some revenge. Uh, Kentucky had a chance to – they're still in the game late, but when your defense plays the entire third quarter, they really don't have the ability to slow anyone down late in the game. And so defensive fatigue uh, just basically sealed the Cats' fate. And so now they um, now they host Georgia on Saturday. No big deal. I'm sure they'll just bounce right back. <laughs> oh, Georgia's only the number four team in the country, so no, no problem. But nothing to lose, really. So Hopefully there's good food involved. Maybe. For all those watching, hey, it was an Sports exciting food. it was an exciting uh, weekend for the World Series, uh, especially for somebody like me who really doesn't care who wins. I mean, I prefer I would prefer the Rays win just because they're from the American League, but I mean the the way the game ended on Saturday night was super exciting. I told uh, I told my dad yesterday I said the way that game ended Saturday night, I think I've seen that exact sequence of events happen in church league softball. <laughs> At Caneyville. It got kicked around in the outfield, and then the catcher yes. mishandled it. The the uh, You had a, a runner who tripped over third base and went barreling down the third baseline, wow. was going to be out, but then the catcher couldn't hang on to the ball, so he scored, and it was crazy. And then last night, the Dodgers uh, broke the tie in the series, so you've got an elimination game tonight. The Dodgers could clinch, could win the World Series tonight, but uh, the Rays have a shot and are still in it. Uh, Friday night, high school football, Brett County def- down. Ohio County 20 to 19, Graves County defeated Muhlenberg County 35 to 6. Owensboro blanked the Cougars 41 to nothing. Owensboro Catholic also blanked Butler County 41 to nothing. Edmondson County was postponed, Hart County was postponed, McLean County, LaRue County was postponed. So um I think you who knows it's it's a moving it's a moving target uh coming up uh, for the rest of the high school football season. Who knows what's going to happen? We're monitoring that. And then can uh, best of luck to the Grayson County Lady Cougar volleyball team. Probably not the best draw for them in the tournament. Uh, Drew Owensboro Catholic, but they'll host them tonight at, uh, I think, scheduled 8 o'clock start, uh, late game of the uh, third region tournament. So uh, you can follow along on Twitter. It's about the best we can offer you. So good luck to the Lady Cougars tonight. Got to get to a break. Come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Today is Mule Day to celebrate these unique hybrid animals. A mule is an animal. They're what long floppy ears? I don't. I don't know. I know the song that you're talking about, but it is Pumpkin Day today, right on cue. 
Isn't that coincidental that they have Pumpkin Day right before Halloween? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, the the orangest member of the squash family. And it's also mincemeat today. Odds are you either love it or can't stand it. I'm going to go with can't stand it. I don't really know what it is, but I don't. It I don't. doesn't sound good. I, well, in cartoons, it was always made that if they were going to turn you into it, I think, oh, that's bad. Yeah. So I've got a negative connotation with mincemeat. I'll make mincemeat out of you. All I hear Ooh. is potted meat. Yeah. And that's a no-go for me, too. Mincemeat is a mixture of chopped, dried fruit, distilled spirits, spices, and sometimes beef beef sweat. Beef, oh. S-U-E-T. I don't know what that is, but I was just reading what's on the page. <laughs> so I'm probably going to have Chick-fil-A today instead of Arby's because I have to be mm-hmm. in Louisville later. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks okay. for making up my mind for me. Happy to do. Yeah, do your part. Ha- happy to help. It was you. really the turmoil this morning, not so much what to wear, but really what to eat today. Because you know, <laughs> both options are open. Absolutely. Yeah. Sunday makes it easy. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's Speak, tough. But... It's a uh, starving man at a buffet. Yeah, like where do you start? Whoa, what do I do? I don't know. Yeah. Analysis paralysis. Yeah. Uh, do you know the word hig? Hig? H y g g e. It's a new word that's kind of been added to the v- vernacular. Is it it's, not uh, hig- It encompasses all things cozy and comforting is the definition, but it's recently been added to the uh, to the jargon or the terms we use. I, I think they misspelled it. That's huggy. We, we, we hug. Like, we like things to be huggy. All right, so this is a Danish word, H-Y-G-G-E. Again, I don't know. It must be something that those cool kids do. And, you know, me, I'm not a cool kid. Um, well, at least not currently. Uh, the Danish. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get back there. We I keep, we I keep can't even get our kids to use like regular words. Yeah, right. So now we have to create more. The likely 2020 word of the year in Denmark is Samfunsund. 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 S A M F U N. So Sam's going to like this because it starts with Sam Fun. So that's the that's the basis of the word. The foundation is Sam Fun. And boy, like Sam Fun Sin. And boy, isn't that true. <laughs> or you can take it a step further. If you need to borrow money from Sam, it starts with Sam Funds. S-A-M-F-U-N-D-S. I like that one. And let's see, are there two N's? Oh, yes, even better. Sam Funds Sin. Shamey, shamey, Sam. Shamey, shamey. Don't be fun. Don't be funding sin. See, we're hooking on phonics. Frowned upon. And then it ends with a D. (laughs) Samfunsen, which the Danish Language Council defines as putting the concern of society higher than one's own interests. Mm. So we have been, we have all become familiar with the Mm -hmm. sentiments of Samfunsen. In 2020, and so it's expected. The BBC notes that while the world is now used on social media as a hashtag to highlight kind acts, perhaps most importantly, everyday people showed community spirit by following the rules. Okay, I just want to say to the Danish people, you're excessive with the Ds. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's yeah. back out a D or two in that. A lot of S's in there, too. Sam Funsen is much more fun than Sam Funsen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's just a, it's like a very versatile word if you're named Sam. It is, yeah. Sam Fun, Sam Funs, Sam Sins, Sam Fun Sins, Sam Fun Sins. You can just you send can just do the funds, Sam. Mm-hmm. If you want to go backwards. <laughs> a father to be is asking if he's wrong. He's asking the users of Reddit if he's wrong for nixing the baby name Karen. Now, before you answer, let me set it up on why. <laughs> he's got the mom's energy. 
This is not the baby, by the way. This oh, is a placeholder. This is not the kid oh. in question. Okay. Well. Oh God, what was her name? Okay. While you think Kate, about that, Kate. She's yeah. got Kate. All right. So the guy, the the father to be, says we hadn't really talked about names before. We both agreed that each of us will retain veto power. Okay. However, this power soon caused problems when he said his wife wanted to name their daughter Karen after her late mother. He said, when we started discussing names, both of us wanted to name her after our late mothers. I told her the baby can take my mom's name as her first name and her mom's name as a middle name or have an entirely different name. But I can't okay Karen as a first name in any case. The man continued noting the divisive nature of the name, which has recently been used as a pejorative term to mean a demanding or entitled and typically white woman. Is it always going to mean that? I, I mean, in in five years, will we remember that, that we were using the word Karen as a derogatory term? Right. Is, I don't know. I, for me, it would be hard to name a kid that in 2020. And not feel like you did it intentionally, like you were mocking. You this. know, people are going to be snickering at you. Right? Do we your know the, to your baby. Do we know the 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 other name? No, I was not given the choice of choosing. So maybe use Karen as the middle name. Can we go with Ren and knock off the oh. K? I like Ren. All right. Okay, let's just make a suggestion here. This is what I do for a living. I mediate things when I'm not here. So I do love Call Ren. Me. All right. Yeah. Speaking of baby names, the baby name Liam, mm-hmm. L-I-A-M, mm-hmm. is surging in every country <laughs> except for where we get the name. Okay. <laughs> so Liam comes from Ireland. Sure. So that's the origins, you know, oh, Liam. Mm-hmm. But everywhere in the world, more than 20,000 babies uh, here in the United States were given that name in 2019. Other countries latching on, including Germany, which boasted 3,800 Little Liam's last year, Spain at 962. Uh, Liam in Spanish, I don't know. I don't know if there's a difference. Liam. I don't. I don't know. Sweden, 760. Belgium, 575. And Switzerland, 443. So where the Irish name isn't doing so well is in Ireland, which only logged 334 Liam's in 2019. Huh. Okay. Liam. Liam, uh, I have discovered a new candy just in time for Halloween that I would like to submit to you for consideration. Kool-Aid popping candy. So. Well, this is a hard one for me. This puts me in the juxtaposition of don't know which way to go. So imagine the textural sensations of popping candy. Which I love. I'm on right. record for staying. Oh, I love yeah. the Pop Rocks. Yes, love Pop the Pop Rocks are divine. So good. Paired with your favorite Kool-Aid colors. And I'm on record saying I hate Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Oh. I hate lime Kool-Aid. The rest of the Kool-Aid I'm okay with, but the lime, not so much. I never let my kids have Kool-Aid because it stains everything. Yes. That's a lot of sugar. It is too much. Yeah. The uh, You can also find new Kool-Aid, Ghoul-Aid, when, uh, uh, jammers. Kool-Aid, Ghoul-Aid, jammers. Think Capri Suns filled with Kool-Aid. And Kool-Aid, uh, Kool-Aid Man Halloween costumes to complete the seasonal vibes all at shop.kool-aid.com. Kool-Aid. 
com. I do love the Kool-Aid man. So see, now I'm back to pros oh, and cons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't love a man that can run through a concrete block wall and fall into a swimming pool? Uh, and be shaped like that. I am shaped like Best that. Best shaped but man it, ever was the Kool-Aid man, I'm right? Just missing the spout and the handle. You don't have the handle, little teapot. <laughs> 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 You're more of a teapot, Mark. <laughs> the so, Kool-Aid man. I just... I mean, popping candy, so Pop Rocks and Kool-Aid. Yeah, that's hard. I'm all right. Oh. I'll give it a try. I would, I would try it. Dennis we, Cook. We're going to have to ask, ask Yukon Cornelius <laughs> tomorrow what, uh, what he thinks. I saw a piece yesterday on CBS Sunday Morning about the adaptive nature of uh, haunted houses this mm-hmm. Halloween. Okay. Uh, you have seen a lot of car washes convert to drive through haunted houses. Uh, really? It's true. Okay. You I'm know, the long, this. so so we don't have them so much here. Our car right. washes here pull into a stall, yeah. get out, or if you if you do the automatic, your car is stationary <laughs> and the car wash moves. Yep. But in other areas, you have the long buildings where the car moves and the car wash stays still. I've never seen this before in my life. But go on. You've never seen a car wash like this before? No. You have. You, 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 yeah, no, you've seen a car wash. Where you pull up to the thing and you get on a track and it pulls your car along. Nope. Never. And nope. the the rotating thing, and you've never seen it? Oh. Okay. No, I've, I've always, so like ours here, where you say stationary and the thing moves up and down, you're not moving. Interesting. Okay, so yeah. think of it like a, a th- like a long warehouse. Yeah, I get what warehouse, you're saying. Okay? Sure. And so what they're doing is, as a way to generate business for the car washes, yeah. they're sta- they are positioning people in scary masks and... Yeah, like scary yeah. scenes inside the car wash at night oh. so that it is kind of a creepy thing. And by the way, you know how much kids don't like car washes anyway. Yep. Imagine this. So now you can use this like a punishment tool. If you don't <laughs> behave, I'm going to take gonna you take to the scary to, car to wash. To the scary car wash, yeah. 2.0. And then there are right? other other communities who are <laughs> my kids. They're doing different wash. drive-through scenes <laughs> where they give you a Bluetooth speaker. You put it inside your car, and then you gradually pull through these small warehouses at a yeah. slow speed, and there are these scenes, and the music comes out the Bluetooth speaker, and you can judge. It's it's um, they it's different levels of scary, and you choose whichever one you'd like. Okay. See, I would do this. You would? Uh, well, before I got old, I used to love haunted houses, haunted hayrides, whatever. Yeah. I'm old now. They scare me to death. The car wash place said that they had had a they had had a problem because what they've done is while people are in the queue uh-huh. lined up to get in, uh-huh. they have streetmosphere performers roaming around. Just you know, like they'll just walk up and start looking in your car. Yeah. And they said that out. has caused more terror than anything because yeah. they don't know whether they're with the car wash right. or whether it's just some guy walking around. But that at least you're in your control. car locked in. I mean, a yeah, chainsaw can no, get through your door. Right. No, nothing's ever broken glass and gotten you. Right. The chainsaw sound <laughs> makes it like that's the worst for that's me. Right. It is. Uh, and then this, this uh, warmed my heart. A young person, uh, Maddox, he's a six-year-old, and he's in a wheelchair. And he got a sweet 
custom Halloween costume that fits over his wheelchair, and it's shaped <gasps> like an In-N-Out burger. Love he it. loves In-N-Out burger, oh, and so they made him a, a, a costume that fits over his wheelchair oh. so he can just roll around like, like he's an In-N-Out delivery driver. I love it, Maddox. You're Isn't the best. that great? Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. I love it. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Know. If you cut a hole in your fishing net, it will have fewer holes. Okay, that makes sense. Kind of releases the tension. Well, so a net is full of holes. Yeah. If you go in and you cut one of them open, mm-hmm. then it makes a bigger hole, but there's actually fewer holes than when it started. No, oh, I'm thinking like if you give it a breakaway somewhere else, it won't pull and break somewhere gotcha. else. But no, it's just when you got the, the netting. So think of You're your more of a riddle. think of all your fishnet stockings that you have. If you mm-hmm. go in and mm-hmm. they have they have yeah, I'm going holes through in my, them, my inventory and then, right and now. You, go, those. you rip one out yep. and you go, well, it's it's more. So uh, the weekend box office: Liam Neeson's Honest Thief won another sleepy weekend with uh, two point three million dollars. The War with Grandpa right. still at number two, Tenet at number three, pretty much because nothing else being is being released. Mm-hmm. Easy to be in the top ten when there are only ten movies being shown. <laughs> Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas at number five, Hocus Pocus at six, seven, Minsters, Inc. Uh, what was that, Monsters, Inc.? Are they showing Monsters, Inc. in the theater? I don't know. This says Minsters. I'm like, that's completely different. <laughs> After we collided two hearts and the new mutants. Now, Misty, I gave you a 12-hour advance notice mm-hmm. that Saturday Night Live was coming on. I couldn't be I couldn't be trusted to tell you at 1030 that Saturday Night Live was coming on. So did I or did I not send you a message Saturday morning at 1030? You did, which that I said, said. Saturday Night Live starts in 12 hours. It's a premature warning. Okay, so was my warning, was my notice successful? Did you make it I, to Saturday Night Live? My husband was home over the weekend, and mm-hmm. I may or may not have had my fishnet stockings on that we <laughs> talked about earlier. <laughs> well, okay. Thanks for uh, sharing. No, I did not. I did not watch it Saturday night. I was already asleep. We had had the longest day. Okay. So uh, I did get up, though, and I watched it through the invention of a thing called YouTube. Ah, yeah. So well, I have I've heard seen, of that. I have seen. Um, I watched think the I entire saw, thing? Well, I think I saw all of it. I watched as many clips as I could find on there, so I don't know if I saw the whole thing. I never saw her singing other than in the angel jeans, but you couldn't really hear. Oh, right. No, she did sing though. So you missed the Bachelorette skit. Okay, that, then I, I that's the one she sang in. Oh, okay, well, and <laughs> so I'll just tell you, um, you can easily find it. You okay. just go back and specifically look for it. Uh, I will tell you that the I was disappointed. I was scared at the end of the monologue. I thought, oh no, yeah, this is not this is not this is not starting well. And it's not that she was doing a poor job. It just was underwhelming. Uh-huh. It was yeah. Okay. Like I wanted, I wanted her to break out and do a fa la la or something. The, the highlight something. of the monologue was her saying that she was going to try to keep from cussing, yep. and then showing a bleeped video of her cussing at Glastonbury. Yeah, 
Uh, she she did, you know, have a quip about she was told she had to travel lightly, mm-hmm. so she left the half of her at home yep. that wouldn't fit to explain her weight loss. So let me tell you, gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, she beautiful. she has, but you know, as we said last week, she's always had you know the cheeks and the eyes and the the makeup mm-hmm. and the like, always been beautiful and sounds beautiful, and now just looks. I mean, you can tell she's so much more healthy. But the question was, can she sing? Yeah. And you don't know the answer because you've not seen the Bachelorette skit. No, I, I thought I'd seen them all. Now I got to tell you, there's there were two dis- very disappointing things for me in the monologue. All right. She didn't sing. Yeah. Did anybody else notice she had on stirrups? She had on stirrups? Stirrup pants. No. I've not had on stirrups since I was in the fourth grade. I think they're, they're coming, coming back. back. They're well, coming back. that's what I'm a little bit concerned about, people. We can't do shoulder pads and stirrups in, in 2020. We're having a pandemic. We're going to have to pick one, and I'm already committed to the shoulder pads. <laughs> okay, well, no, I'm, I'm more likely to do the stirrups. Okay, because well, you're going to have to wait until 2021. I can't handle it. The ship will go down. Luckily, it's in three weeks. Pants. Here's what I did love. Or three months, sorry. Was the presidential debate at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I have watched multiple times, and I have mm, laughed. That's good. Belly laugh. Yeah, the writing on it was really good. It, no, Mark, it was beautiful. And it, it, it was the most beautiful. It, it also helped because the the cold open was longer, uh-huh. so she didn't have to carry as much of the show. If you mm-hmm. look back, there really weren't as many skits as normal because the cold open was so long, and then the Bachelorette skit was kind of long as well. But I will tell you, the 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 what everyone wanted to know was, can she still can sing? She, has she got it? I don't know. And so in the Bachelorette. I don't want to ruin it for you, but at the end, she walks out of the skit into the crowd, into the live studio audience, and as singing as Adele and pouring it on, and she's—I got chills. I, I was like, chills right I now. was like, oh, Look there, the there she is. That's who we're looking for. Yes. But it's the, the Bachelorette skit is neat because they put her as mm-hmm. Adele Adkins. Okay, she identifies herself as Adele Adkins from the United Kingdom, and she's okay. a contestant on the Bachelorette with all these other commoners, if you will. And so she uses her music wep- repertoire to her advantage. Well, you say weapon. It is in a weapon the, when you're in the, in, skit. In the Bachelorette. So it's, it's right? good. John Mulaney will be hosting Saturday Night Live. The Strokes are the musical guest. By the way, her, mm-hmm. H-E-R, the musical guest for Adele's episode, brilliant. Okay. She did a so phenomenal. She did a phenomenal job. Her guitar skills, mm. not quite to the Prince level. Mm-hmm. But has that style of Prince. Okay. And so pretty good. cool. Yes, she is tremendous. Uh, former SNL alum Jay Farrow wants credit for creating the term Karen. Okay. He says that in some of his uh, stand up, he, he, he is the one who used Karen initially as a derogatory term. And so I don't know if we owe him a nickel every time we use it. I, right. I don't. I don't know why he wants credit, but he's uh, he's We're taking it for little girls everywhere. Apparently now that can't be named Karen. This is us. We'll continue to film intimate scenes amid COVID nineteen. So still plenty of the kissy face on this is us. Do this we have season. new episode yet? Uh, be coming out very soon. Okay. Um, I see if there's a date I, in this I story. Have my head in the book it's a again. matter of it's a matter of weeks. Uh, and they have. Um, they took 50 people, and they showed them 120 hours of scary movies, and they measured their heart rates to determine the scariest movies of all time based upon accelerating your heart rate. So uh, 30, 35 of them they've shown, but the top 10 went The Visit, never heard of it. Number nine, The Descent, never heard of it. Number eight, The Babadook. Never heard of it. Is Vince Vaughn in it? 
<laughs> sounds like something. Right. Just like Marmaduke's evil right. twin dog. If <laughs> if Marmaduke, <laughs> if you married Marmaduke with Cujo, right. would this be Babadook? Yes, that's it. Uh, at seven, The Conjuring 2, I have at least heard of that. Mm-hmm. Number six, It Follows. Number five, Paranormal Activity. Number four, Hereditary. Number three, uh, The Conjuring. Well, if I've heard of The Conjuring 2, I believe I've heard of The Conjuring. At two, Insidious. And at number one, Sinister. And what was the age range Uh, of people? uh, They didn't say? It wasn't the age range of people, but the spike on uh, Sinister was 131 beats per minute. So... By the way, I'm hearing This Is Us, two-hour season premiere tomorrow. Thanks, Leanne. Looking forward to it. Jack is back. And crack is whack, according to Whitney Houston. (laughs) We've got to get to a break. We'll come back with more here on In the Know. She's a bad man Point to ponder for today. Is it Halloween kind of unnecessary this year? I've been wearing a mask and eating candy for about seven months. Right? I feel like we should probably get to go mask less. Yeah, that'll, that'll fix it. Cauliflower. <laughs> we learned during the break that Misty tangled with cauliflower and lost. So, yeah, sorry about that. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have been eating candy, just wearing a mask for seven months. It's just an elongated Halloween. So, I mean, cause why, why, why bother? Let's see what you look like now. Take the mask off. <laughs> and then don't forget uh, time change. Saturday night into Sunday morning. Oh, so goodness. means your Halloween night, I guess you can construe it as being Extended. an hour longer. Yeah. I always took full advantage of that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When it happened when I was a teenager. Well, it was it was as a teenager. I don't recommend this now. Yes. That's why we were always. As mamas. Yes, church yeah. schedule was off. Yeah, but to be clear, you're just, you, you couldn't make that play if. If curfew, curfew is still curfew time. So if someone is waiting up for you, you're still beyond. It, that doesn't no. that doesn't change. Yeah, but in the fall, it was. Oh, I thought the clocks were already turned back. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the two a.m. rule. Yeah. And then in the spring, it was like, oh, sorry, I missed church. The clocks don't change until <laughs> Sunday. By the way, like, I now, thought I was many early. People and look go at ahead me and change them minutes. Saturday night, but it doesn't. Oh, I'm so sorry, it doesn't change time. Uh, and then did you? Did you see this morning where the first murder hornet nest has been discovered in Washington and they destroyed it? No. We have yeah. been advocating that the murder hornets didn't get enough press. Mm-hmm. Well, so tell me. Give them their press. Their, their, uh, where was their the nest? nest has been eradicated. Washington, <gasps> Washington Look at State. All that. Yeah, like they, by the way, they found one murder hornet. So And they put a tracking device on one murder hornet using dental floss. And they tracked this one murder hornet back to the nest. Is that a true story? I promise you, it is. Absolute true story. There it is. Dental floss and a murder hornet in the bedroom while this was on. The plot. I was waiting to get to the restroom. On television tonight. The Bachelorette is on. Is Adele on it for real? Then I might tune in. No, no, she's not on the real Bachelorette. (laughs) No, only on the fake. Saturday Night Live Bachelorette. 
Murder hornets attack honeybee hives? Yep. Oh, so dangerous. Uh, Dancing with the Stars. I lied about The Bachelorette. Dancing with the Stars, Villains Night on ABC. Villains? Uh-huh. And The Voice is on NBC tonight. Carol Baskin's still on there? She's a villain, right? No, she got booted. Uh, oh. She she eye the tigered herself right uh, out of the mm. uh, out of the picture. <laughs> that stinks. And by the way, speaking of fishnets, uh, mm-hmm. you must know that Julia Roberts' iconic pretty woman boots are mm-hmm. going on the auction block. So oh. her shiny black high-heeled boots from the 1990 movie, wow. Pretty Woman... Are expected they go live in auction December first and second, and expected to fetch between thirteen and nineteen thousand dollars. Size? Uh, That's it. I don't know. I don't know the size. I would have tweet higher. Julia and ask her. Yeah, because they doubled as a purse. Remember <laughs> things in them. <laughs> you right. think they'd be more expensive? Uh, today's highlight in history: this date in seventeen seventy four, the first Continental Congress adjourned in Philadelphia. In 1861, the legendary Pony Express officially ceased operations, giving way to the Transcontinental Telegraph. A sad day. Gunfight at the OK Corral took place in Tombstone this date in 1881. <laughs> President George W. Bush signed the Patriot Act this date in 2001. And I've been warning you all, a year ago today, a homemade device that was meant to discharge colorful powder at a gender reveal party to celebrate an upcoming birth for an Iowa family instead exploded like a pipe bomb and a 56-year-old relative was killed when she was hit by debris. See, this is why we don't have gender reveals. I'm just here to know what the baby is. I didn't expect death. Birthdays, right. Jacqueline Smith is 75 today. One of uh, Charlie's Angels is the original. Charlie's uh-huh. Angels, 75. Pat Sajak is 74. Hillary Rodham Clinton is 73 today. She's not a Charlie's Angel. Do we know where she is? He'll know. <laughs> uh, there's a pantsuit sale at Dollar Hairs. That's where she is. Rita Wilson is 64 today. Carrie Elwes who played Buttercup in The Princess Bride, is 58 today. Keith Urban is 53. <laughs> Seth, Seth MacFarlane is 47 today. I could have set that up and you knock it out of the park any better, my friend. <laughs> just, well, like, you just, should rip um, your shirt up and have your Hill No T-shirt on underneath that. Just like batting practice. Right? <laughs> God, that would have been delicious if you were wearing that shirt I made you today. Oh, I still, I still have my Hill No shirt. You better have your Hill No shirt. Most crafty I've been since I was five. Chart Toppers, 1954. Rosemary Clooney. I thought Pantsuit of Dollar Harris was pretty good. It was, it was, it took you home. Like, you know. Stuck the landing. Yeah, you yeah. did. That was good. You yeah, and doll hairs. They have a one day sell every day at doll hairs. <laughs> She's there all the days. <laughs> There's not a doll hairs anymore anymore. No, right? but they at Bowling Green, they always had that sign hanging that said one day sell. And it was like frayed and battered and hanging. Listen, I've been to my share of Moonlight Madness sales at Ben Snyder's. That's where doll hairs was, wasn't it? Yep. And then the Snyder's. Caster Knotts. Caster Knotts. 1963, the Ronettes number one with Be My Baby. I did catch uh, Dirty Dancing on a real cable channel. 
this week on, um, I was like Showtime or something. Wow. One of the down channels of the HBO or Showtime or uh, uh, other families. And so I recorded it because you, you need a version that's not cut up. You know, it's uh, no commercial breaks, no edited for time or anything like that. So it's one of the staples to add to the library. 1972, Bill Withers, number one, with Use Me. You don't like Bill Withers? I said I love Oh, you love I don't know what instrument that was. It didn't. It wasn't a saxophone. I don't know what type of. No. But it was a cowbell either. So bow, 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 bow. Nineteen eighty-one. The James Bond movie entitled the same. Sheena Easton for your eyes only is number one. Never heard the song. You've missed out. This is a great Sheena Easton song. Thank you for bringing me back. Great James Bond movie as well. You all are just babies. That's 1981. That's right, I was a child. I was literally a baby. Right. Well, toddler. Oh, I'm okay. All right. Now that we get to that. Still don't like it, but I know it. Jesus said don't lie. You, all right. You like nine to five morning morning train better with Sheena Easton? Yes, I do. All right, be prepared to collaborate. Collaborate and listen. Vanilla Ice. Ice, Ice, baby. Daily and nightly. Yo. Um, Smooth Santana and Rob Thomas, number one in 99. Hot and Cold, Katy Perry in 08. And Logic, 1-800-273-8255, number one, three years ago today. No, that's the Suicide Prevention Hotline number. You know that song to discourage teenage uh, suicide? It's number one three years ago today. You'll know it if you hear it. Uh, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. It is better to fail in originality than to succeed in imitation. It is better to fail in originality than to succeed in imitation. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward.